What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the 11th episode of The Morning Orange Juice. I'm your host, Stephen, joined by Drake, Harrison, and Sam. Uh, how are y'all doing today on this fine Sunday evening? Doing fine, doing stellar. About to get some food delivered here in the next 45 minutes or so, but I'm getting ready for this week. Mm, so bad. I got my milk. I thought about grabbing chocolate milk, but I figured I'd feel better if I got one that was marked up like three dollars more. Ooh, got <laughs> that protein though. It's got a lot of protein. Forty-two grams is a lot. That's insane for that size. Wow. I used to think the muscle milk was a lot like those little small ones mm -hmm. they sell as well. And those are nasty. Those are not good. Yeah. Yeah. I had one or two, and I life. had to stop. Their life has upped their game a lot recently. We're noticing, and people are buying it. It's a good product. Investing. I'm doing good. Everything's good. I had a pretty, um, I had a pretty busy week, but I don't know. Everything's everything's fine. Normal. Yep. Yeah. Back to the old grind. It's not bad. It's not terrible. It's, it's actually kind of fun now. It's like because we're in a different office from uh, the storm pretty much destroyed the other building. So now everyone's like, we're in shared offices, so there's like three people in a room. And like before, I was just at the end of a hallway, didn't really see anybody, so there's more interaction. So I wasn't going crazy like I used to be. So yeah, it's a lot better. Wait, can you... Oh yeah, that was a little bit. But... Are you working with like some old like old man who's been filing taxes for um, years? I'm not doing taxes right now. I'm in audit now. I got a new hat. That's oh. The That's the fun stuff. Yeah. Can't say much about what I do. Confidentiality stuff. No. But uh, I've applied for a few auditing internships. We'll see if we if I get them. You know what? You all just come down here. Well, we are full house now, but. Yeah, we probably had a spot. You got a letter of recommendation for me? Yeah, this guy in the internet that I've never met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, so a lot has happened the past week. You know, we're ready for the new next week, but let's talk about what happened the past week for everybody, for our listeners. So let's talk about the market first. Big earnings week, a lot of crazy stuff. Um, one of the most crazy, well, actually, I'd say there were three really crazy moves, and that would be the Facebook earnings, the Google earnings, and the Amazon earnings. Yeah. Those were like the top three. Real quick. Huh? They filled that, Amazon filled that gap really quick. Well, how about Google? Google is pretty much... I don't much, think expecting that at all. Yeah. yeah. The split oh. is huge. But they just sold it off right after. And they're already coming back down to fill the gap, which is kind of unfortunate. But uh, I, I honestly wonder how different this past week would have been if Facebook would have hit earnings, dude. Right. Oh, gosh. It would have been just like a moonshot. Like moonshot. And I, I definitely thought like we had like bullish momentum going. Because like Apple started the week really strong. Mm -hmm. And Google just like knocked it out of the park the next day. And then I was like, 
it really doesn't matter if Facebook and Spotify like have like crappy or things like it doesn't matter. We're just like on a, it one hundred percent matter. Like awesome. it just at least all of the plays I was in, it destroyed them for the rest of the week. Like all of my stock just did not move. Like even if like QQQ like QQQ like went up on Friday, my stocks are like, no, nah, we're not budging. And I'm like, all right, like that's cool. Like I think Facebook for me, like what I was playing killed the market. Killed the market. It did. It like killed the index. It killed the uh, indices, and like they yeah. didn't really recover even after Amazon. Amazon was after. It didn't do much for the indices at all. I mean, Facebook was after as well, but I mean, we didn't even get a chance to bounce back at all. Yeah. And Facebook, like they didn't just like you know they missed. Like they, they like they missed. Hmm. And then they took. Go down that big. They that took big Snapchat like, down like, with tanked. it. They sure did. And then Snapchat had good earnings which was very very fun to see just up a casual 50 percent from the low after being 20 yeah down 20 percent trading like a shit coin the the thing is about facebook you guys know me i got a position open i'm right i put my money where my mouth is i'm up a bit but for a trader standpoint a 25 percent decrease in trading at like much lower valuations and still like facebook being a more it's a better company still. Earnings report I thought was all right. Not fantastic. You know, guidance was a bit weak. I understand. But the fact that your mega, like, your mega cap growth name is trading 15 times free cash flow, the fact that free cash flow is even there already says enough for me. Like, Tesla's free cash flow, non-existent. That shit's almost, was it, how many trillions is it worth now? Like, one something? No. 800 billion. Oh, it's finally under a trillion. They're under a trillion. I checked. Okay, so, so the company that's not making money is worth more than the company that is making money. But the worry was was that they paid $10 billion, right? They lost $10 billion in R&D. Or say they spent. They didn't lose it. R&D for the metaverse. And everyone's like, okay, you have nothing to show for it. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. You don't want the, you know, as an investor, you don't want your guys giving up, you know, what they have in the works. You know, you're going to lose a, a competitive edge if you start giving out a little bit of leaks. But I think it would have been nice if they at least gave us an update on how far we are in the metaverse, I guess. The question is, is, is the metaverse something that's already is for the individual like is an individual going to make the metaverse absolutely not the mega corporation like facebook is going to have something for us to use i'm interested to see where it goes but as a trader that gap filled i feel like it's going to fill the gap at least in the next two weeks i, I don't i don't think it's going to stay here that much longer trading at the weekly uh was it the 200 ema right i mean yeah that's pretty much right where it opened up but then so it opened up at 250 and now it's down to 240 so i think it's below it yeah i mean it, slightly below it yeah i truly think like you know i'm, I'm also building my long-term portfolio right now and like i really want to pick up a couple shit yeah, yeah that's wow I want, I want to pick up a couple shares of facebook because it's like look i don't i don't love facebook as a company like you know what they like do stand for i really care last but like mark zuckerberg is fantastic at staying up to date like i don't think anything has been big lately besides like twitter in like 2012 whenever it started right and then like tiktok but like zuckerberg does not miss on any trend like 
he is incredible at staying up to date. And I know when the metaverse comes, Facebook will be there. And if Facebook themselves aren't there, they're going to buy out the company that is there and is huge. Just like they bought out Instagram, just like they bought out WhatsApp. Like, they're just going to buy all these things. And I think, like, like I think, honestly, like, Facebook, this is just an opening where, like, I, I don't know if, like, they're going to fill the gap so, so, um, so, like, soon. But for sure, Facebook is going to have absolutely no problem filling that gap and so many. Like, one of my, my girlfriend's dad, he's like, he's like, dude, I've been trying to find a Facebook call. And, you know, Facebook plummeted, like, 30%. The, you know, September calls got deflated by, like, 70% of their value. And he picked up three two fifty calls for September. And in September, Facebook's, like, easily going to be in the 300s again. Yeah. And it's, like, this is a perfect opportunity to either buy the stock or buy long-term options. It's, yeah. yeah. Do it. I, I agree. It's, I mean, any, any place you can find value is always nice. The value's there. The business is fine. People are like, oh, Facebook is a dying brand. No, it's not. No, it's not. Everyone uses Facebook. Hang on. Old name, that's all that matters. And I get, you know, sometimes it's not as easy to convert those users to, like, to generate revenue. I guess it can be hard sometimes, but it's a household name. It's going to stay there. Any of your boomer Republicans that are talking about, oh, you know, Spotify, they're going to get rid of like Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan will make his own blah blah. That's not going to happen. And even if it does, it, it won't matter. They'll still they'll still use Facebook. They'll use the other one. It's it's not something that's just going to disappear, you know, in the series of a month. Like everyone thinks all these Twitters, you know, Twitter, everyone's like, "Oh, get getter." Then guess what? No one's Good. talking about Trash. It's Trash. terrible. Don't don't believe <laughs> the hype. Look at the numbers. They're there. Get your conviction. If you're bearish, bullish, whatever, ignore the noise. This is the perfect time where market makers and anyone with money is going to take advantage of you and I and all this noise and just FUD to take to take our money. That's basically what's happening. So that's Matt, how I feel. Matt, you disagree? You think Facebook is ass? I think the website Facebook is ass. But okay. Instagram, that is where it's really... like. Okay, we're all, we're 23, 22, we're young adults. People like us aren't using Facebook. It's all the boomers. And like, I don't know, it's like, if you want to network with people professionally, you're going to go on LinkedIn or you're on Instagram. A lot of people just, I feel like having a Facebook is just like a, oh yeah, I have a Facebook, but like... Is that the platform people are really going to keep using? I think that's why they're pivoting and like changing the company name entirely. Away, they're going moving away from Facebook and moving on to the metaverse because like that's the future. Facebook is just going to end up like MySpace eventually. Like, yeah. didn't they just say in this earnings report this was like the first time like they did not have user growth or am I reading FUD or what? I don't know. But. I mean, yeah. I think you're right about facebook.com like, right but yeah. like harrison i think is talking about like meta you know like and like you know the parent company face like facebook as a stock fb is literally like it's only a matter of time until they just like change the name to meta right but like facebook.com sure it might disappear do i think so i don't know they have three billion users and like maybe in the u.s like facebook isn't that big but like 
outside of the 300 million users that they might have in the U.S., which I doubt, they probably have like 150 million, they have like 3 billion across the world, right? So like, I don't think Facebook.com really will go anywhere. But like Meta, the parent company, for sure, like Mark Zuckerberg is too smart of a guy to, like I said earlier, like not keep up with trends. The guy is fantastic at it. So like Meta itself won't go anywhere. Facebook.com, but like since the stock doesn't relate to Facebook.com, like directly, you know, like it's you're not buying Facebook.com shares. Facebook.com doesn't have good guidance. Like the stock, you know, gets hurt. But like, it's Meta, the company in general. You know. Yeah, I feel like they're kind of. I feel like it's a shift from Facebook was like Facebook was the staple. It was the big thing. It became blue chip. Now I feel like it's sort of phasing out and becoming more of growth stock. So now at this price. This is like a huge opportunity it because the metaverse and just their part in it could be like really huge. So I think that's like a huge opportunity if they pull it off successfully and if they are the ones to pull it off successfully. Because like who who has the resources like to put up that scale of a metaverse other than them? Like I can't think of anybody else who can do that because you got... You got your uh, crypto nerd living in an apartment who's sleeping on a mattress on the floor. He's building the metaverse. He's one guy. Facebook has so many people working for him. So much money to use for research. I mean, it's very obvious they're going to be the ones who are going to run away with it. Metaverse jump first, you know. Nobody else you see out there as far as a social media platform besides, I mean, Twitter now, they gave you the availability to have NFTs like as your profile picture and they like added some other different like function to their, you know, like space. But with Facebook, you know, like they're completely leaving behind the old, they still have the name Facebook, but like they're switching it to meta. That just goes to show like their commitment for like, the, you know, the future. Yeah. For that really reason, like, I think like they can just take off here in like literally the next 10 to 15 years, who knows what like the future holds for meta. But I think that is like the way, especially now, the world is like turning, especially like social media, like in a whole. Yeah. I mean, once once fund managers sit on this, you know, and reflect back on earnings reports, because earnings reports sell off of buzzwords and keywords. That's just how it goes. Like no one actually reads it. But once people finally actually take the time to read and understand what's going on and how important this is i mean look at like microsoft teams for example that is everywhere even though i don't use it that often every major corporation is using it every single every single corporation is using yeah it. i think um my work is going to start using teams in mm-hmm. the future i think they mentioned that because like right now if we do a meeting we're doing it on zoom but i think they're trying to get away from that and so yeah. teams is the place. Zoom already just because they want to be in person or well we have like another office in uh new orleans and we're just like the small office so like if we want to meet with them we do it on zoom we don't travel over there just for a little meeting yeah the the issue with zoom is that there's no they they set it up to where it's just a meeting a video meeting you send like a message in the meeting you don't like you're not able to dm people outside of it you know this this or that you can schedule stuff there's no there's no flexibility with something like the metaverse 
it's it may be the new style of work or leisure i mean that i think they're leaning more leisure but i i could see it being something that people use for work but i think either facebook or microsoft are going to be the two metaverse winners i think if microsoft eventually re i i don't know if they have anything planning for the metaverse i nothing that i know of um but they're acquiring they're acquiring video game names so maybe their focus is there which um, is already kind I, of a metaverse but go on <laughs> yeah but i think i think those two top winners apple's not gonna try i don't i don't see apple doing that i don't see oh really that's about it i can't think of anybody else yeah it's like no other yeah. nobody else yeah, is throwing it, their hat in the ring you're telling me my buddy Damon in his in his little you know five foot apartment you know five square foot apartment you know it's that big sleeping on the air mattress isn't gonna make the metaverse. No, <laughs> no it's not. You know it's not gonna be based off your shit coin or your blockchain or whatever. It's not gonna happen. Oh, man. Well, speaking of crazy news, what do you guys think of uh, Joe Rogan? What do you guys think of everything that's happened in there? Uh, I don't know. There's, it's too too many conflicting views. Um, some people think they're trying to we- weaponize uh, his instances of saying the N word. They're trying to weaponize the black community to help push cancel him. Um, I don't really have any place to say in that. You know, it's not my battle to fight. Um, you apologize for it. They took it down. I mean, if he's sincere, he is. If he's not, well, he's a terrible person. But I, I don't know. I'm, I can't think for him. I don't know what he thinks or how he acts, you know. But it's what's more interesting to me, you know, if we get rid of the individual, we don't look at it, you know. Let's just look at it in very simple terms. The government is telling a major corporation to silence one person. That is the issue. Your government is telling a private business to basically silence one man. That's where the issue lies. They're I mean, doing it in the public too. That's what I, I don't like about the whole thing. You had the oh, what's, what's Jen Saki's like actual um, like what's her job title? Uh, press secretary. Uh, press secretary. Like you have our press secretary who is literally like basically sending shots, sending threats out to. A private corporation such as Spotify, it just doesn't sit the right way with me. I don't agree, obviously, with everything that's been going on, but I mean, the way they're handling it really just makes me kind of frightened for the future, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so, I mean, the episodes in question that started the whole thing haven't been removed, but they removed 70 other episodes? Or, I think it was that he had them removed? Oh, shit. They've been just con- continually taking down episodes. Hmm. Do they all have him saying it in it? No, no. no idea. Oh. But I know no. they removed, like, the episode with Alex Jones. I think it was, like, the second one that he went on. Oh, yeah. They removed yeah. that one. So um, that's kind of odd. But they're still... So they're letting him put up some stuff. But they, I guess they draw a line in the sand eventually. I mean, for specific topics, I mean, they let him keep the 
you know, the Dr. Malone stuff is yeah. still up, right? And Mac- Malone and McCullough are still up, but they removed all those other episodes, which is just like, so have we pivoted the whole argument to other episodes now? It's like, okay, the COVID stuff didn't work at first, so let's uh, move on. Let's find something else we can get them for. Let's bring up some maybe, more dirt. Maybe, maybe they're getting rid of the more casual stuff. People who aren't really, I guess, certified in that field. I mean, guys like robert malone and the other doctor i always forget his name those two guys i mean they're they're doctors they have all their degrees they've got the certifications you know they're cert i'm, I'm pretty sure they're certified physicians i may be wrong if they still are because sometimes they can remove that but i mean the like dr malone i mean he had the patent for the mrna like vaccine like this is the guy you want to hear from and the entire time he's like no i'm not anti-vax you know, he'd said that many times in it. Like, when you actually listen to the full episode, the issue is just when it came to statistics and how it was conducted. You know, for all... The issue was, is they recommended alternative care. Was I think it was where the problem was. Instead of just going straight, you know, vax. And when you kind of rub against the grain, you know, how people want things to, you know, kind of go, people get a bit... People get a bit iffy on that. And people just need something to be upset about. So... Maybe, maybe it's just the crusade against um, people who aren't, I guess, certified to talk about it or in a position to where they should be able to. Because, like, Alex Jones, he's kind of a goofy guy. He says he, he's, he said a lot of goofy things. He was right about the water turning the frogs gay. That was true. But other than that, you know, he said a lot about all land stuff, like a gay bomb. Like, I don't, I don't believe that. Unless the CIA releases a document saying, yeah, we made one, sure. Until then, I don't believe, you know, the crazy stuff. So maybe they're trying to get rid of just the outlandish stuff. I think, I think Joe Rogan does, like, a fantastic job at unashamedly, with no worries about anything else, just speaking opinions, right? And, like, I think... He brings people that, like, I, I he, there's so many podcasts that I listen to that he has that it's just, like, he brings someone that's, like, very far on, like, the left, right? And, you know, I'm more conservative guy. Like, he's talking about, with this guy who's, like, very liberal the entire time. And I don't really, you know, I don't really, um, like, agree with anything in that podcast. Then he brings someone who's, like, way too far right. And I'm just like, that's kind of crazy, right? So it's, like, there's a lot of things that, like, I don't agree with when I'm listening to Joe Rogan, right? It's not like every single, I don't, I don't live and die by that guy's word. Like I rarely just like listen to his podcast when I have like nothing to do, but I think he does a fantastic job at just talking opinions with not choosing sides and just talking about it. Right. And what, what's dangerous about Joe Rogan is that he like, he does that, but then he also talks like a lot of like, just like crap with like buddies like in his podcast right so it's like you know he gets people that he knows people that are funny he gets them on a podcast he like says a joke that maybe went too far like he he says some like controversial things and like the problem is it's like people are trying to take him down and like people have like are trying to take him down for all those like you know the vaccine stuff and like all those like misinformation thing and they're able to use all of the craziness that he said from the podcast Right. And like, they're not really, there's no, in a way, it's like, 
there's no defending some of the things he said on this podcast, but like, that's not like people like, like you said, it's like, it's like bringing in a bunch of different things that like, don't relate to like originally what they wanted to bring him down for, which was like misinformation. And I think what he said in his like apology video was like super interesting when he was like, he was like everything that they called like dangerous misinformation, like six months later, the government is now saying like he was talking about masks and how like cloth masks weren't like like they didn't work and the government like banned his tweets like brought him down and then it's like six months later right now the government's being like oh yeah cloth masks don't work like they're saying like you can't get you can't get covid if you get the vaccine and like if you said like oh like you can get covid if you get the vaccine like you were ostracized by like society right like you can't say and now it's like literally the government's like it doesn't like you can still get covered you just like can't die so it's like a lot of the things that he said which like i find really interesting is like all those things that people were like killing him for for like dangerous misinformation is now things that are like widely accepted by like the white house and government right and i'm not saying he's right about what he's saying now but it's just like it's like really interesting how like they're not letting someone talk because they're scared of like what he'll say because he has such a big following like it's just it's interesting Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting getting to see people pick and choose who we cancel that's the interesting part we only cancel people who are conservative we don't normally cancel the left leaning people Hmm. it's because they fall in line with what the government wants you to hear and then if it's a government ran by the right they don't care I mean they're not out trying to silence your left leaning uh, voices which is just like, they just let them go. And it's just like... They just let them do what they do. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's how this country is supposed to be. It's supposed yeah. to be you, you're free to say whatever bullcrap you want to say. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. I mean, as long as it's not like extremely harmful, like yelling fire in a loaded auditorium, yeah, then you're good. Yeah. There, there's, there's lines that were drawn, but the freedom of speech definitely has taken quite a downturn. I mean, even trying to compare it to the way people used to go about free speech, it's nowhere near in the same, like, agenda at all. My question is, why are we trying to cancel a guy with a podcast? Why why are we putting so much energy into that instead of real world, like, real issues? Like, local... They don't have any solutions for the real world (laughs) issues, man. People need to stay local to fix a problem to start out right you need to get your information get your basis of information get everything set and then you can go to the races people are trying to solve problems over the web they they think that sitting here you know if i sit here and type up you know a tweet (laughs) saying oh cancel joe rogan you know blah 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 okay what what productively has been done what have we accomplished nothing i haven't got up from my chair and had a conversation with someone and I'm not doing you're not doing anything productive you can't get a read on what's actually going on and so being able to fix a problem to start in your neighborhood is you know people say stay local you know love your you know once you have a nice neighborhood you know it's a love place you can't just you can't just shout at your neighbor you know oh get you know blah 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 this is what we believe in you know blah 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 and expect them to just comply no you want to be able to like have conversations 
You want to be face to face. You want to make real change. And there's no real change being made here. This is all artificial. And why aren't we focusing stuff on real issues? Like, instead of canceling Joe Rogan for saying the N word, why don't we cancel? Why don't we put our energy into the? I saw a video of like these people, like these white supremacists, like not like they're literally Nazis, on like the street with like signs and megaphones and stuff on like this highway, and they're throwing up, you know, the salute and everything. No one's really caring about that. Why don't we? Why don't we put the effort into fixing something that's a real problem instead of something that we pretend to care about because it's displayed on the internet in front of us where we get most of our information from. Go outside. There's real problems out. Literally, you go out your door, maybe your neighbor's a Nazi. I don't know. Hmm. Go go have a conversation with them. Go to South America. They're all Nazis. I, I, I agree, but it's also like, I do understand why, like, um, people are like, um, like, I guess, like, worried about, like, what Joe Rogan says, because it's like, dude, the guy, like, I, I, I saw this crazy thing on Twitter when this was, like, all started. It's like, he has, like, double the numbers of, like, CNN, Fox News, like, mm-hmm. MSN, like, he doubles their, all of their numbers combined. He, like, doubles it in a week. So, like, especially as of recently, too, he's only gained more traction in the last, like, he, like, what, six months? It's what they want. It's what they want. It's what they want us to do. This is a distraction from the Freedom Convo. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly, actually. You're not wrong. So what's happening in Canada? Um, So the Freedom Convo is that, like, truckers are not going to Canada or that people are leaving Canada or, like, what? No, it's within Canada. So, like, all these truckers. So the crazy thing about it is, is it's all about anti-mandate and freedom to choose and a vast majority of these truckers that are doing this are already vaccinated yeah it's like 90 percent yeah is what they were so all they're all out there protesting for the 10 percent of people to have their freedom to choose so i guess that's where trudeau gets his fringe wait what did you say they're standing up for free choice, so they're literally being dehumanized because Yeah, so like Trudeau is set calling them a fringe minority. And uh, what else? The city councilor of Ottawa said that this is a threat to our democracy and an insurrection. And then the mayor of Ottawa is like saying it's so shocking that they're out there with uh, bouncy houses and playing games and stuff in the street. It's like... Yeah. Oh man, what were they saying whenever uh, the cities were being burned down because of, uh, you know, what happened in 2020? So, um, I don't know, it's just kind of insane that that's the position they're going to take. And it's like nobody's getting hurt at this. Nobody's getting hurt. Nothing's being destroyed. It's peaceful. That's how it's supposed to be. But yet they're also freaked out about it. And like Trudeau had to flee Ottawa. It's just... This is ridiculous, honestly. Now you have Canadian. By the way, Canada is a terrible place. Canada is not. They're they hate their natives. They hate their native population so much. They've had way way more issues or about the same with their native population as Americans, and everyone has turned a blind eye to that for some reason. I thought sense. they were supposed to be a tolerant government. Yeah, exactly. But you're right. It's it's 
a fantastic thing what these truckers are doing. I mean, as you said, you know, 90% of them vaccinated. They've talked about it. And the issue is, isn't that they're, you know, they're, they're having to get it. It's that they're forcing, they're, they're saying you need to do this or you'll be like unemployed. You won't be able to work, which is absolutely outlandish, which not only hurts the economy, but it hurts morale. It's your people. Yeah. And I give them more, the ones that are vaccinated credit for standing up for the ones that aren't because it, it's a, it is a very controversial thing to do. And now you have people who are doing anti-protests, like protests. There's people who are literally saying you should not, you should not be here protesting. So now we're, the narrative eventually, I bet you in a few months <laughs> is now people are going to start being anti-protest soon. It's going to go from protest to change being made to just straight change being made no protest or else we like burn down everything that's that's my guess um it's it's a matter of extremes and i don't think i don't think anything will be violent i hope there's no violence that breaks out by god that's the last thing we need is another city burning people losing their livelihoods in the midst of it and dividing a country just because a big pharmacy company wants you to get a jab. It, yeah. It, it's, 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 a sad it. it's a sad reality. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've always said this. I don't know where the narrative went from being anti-big pharmacy to pro-big pharmacy. It makes no sense. You know, get your get vaccinated. Do what you need. You know, whatever you feel comfortable doing to prepare yourself. It's a problem. It's there. You know, COVID's not, you know, it's real. It's not fake. That's not the issue, um, but it's it's such a it's sad. I, I hate I hate what's became the divide only gets stronger and it will perpetuate till I don't know I don't know until some extreme is made it it will only just keep getting worse. I don't know. Right. I think I mean I I honestly like I I'm kind of surprised that like the government hasn't like dropped it yet uh because like you see com- uh, i mean countries like london and like i think it's like denmark yeah denmark declared covid no longer a national emergency or like no longer a threat to our society that's what they said so they're like yeah. okay we're done with this we don't have to worry so, about it and london lifted all restrictions like literally all covid restrictions and like you know, like you said, it's a code is like a real thing, but like I've seen more and more people like my like pre-med friends who used to like a year ago be like, oh my God, we're all going to die. COVID is the worst thing in the world because like pre-med students are crazy, right? Like now they're like, oh yeah, COVID is like the common cold. And like if these are like, you know, this is what's going to be in like other com- other countries have like seen it. Like why don't we just call it like the flu? like off but like it's like you know have it available like stop like making restrictions on it in other words you know like if if you want to go outside of the mask go outside of the mask if you want to go get vaccinated go get vaccinated like by all means right but it's like people shouldn't be losing their jobs over yeah, we're two years in and we're still having these same types of issues it just it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. yeah it's two years you have a not over a ninety nine percent chance to survive, because so, like you can look at the numbers of cases and the number of deaths, and you can just do the math. But anyway, and it's just like okay, you have to get the shot. 
you don't have to get the flu shot every year. Why don't, they don't mandate us to go get the flu shot. You don't have to force us to get this. It's not that much worse. Uh, I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to me. But, uh, um, I mean, what else is there to say about it? But it's still the narrative. It's like, go do this or else nobody will be safe. Come on, man. And I mean, Joe Biden, he's not a doctor. So why are you going to listen to him? <laughs> you know, you know who you can thank for this. You can thank gain of function research for putting us in this exact situation. Oh yeah, you know, was, that was what was they were early, studying in Wuhan. You know, in the early years, but this is exactly what it's it's exactly where we've gotten. So, do your research. Look at the documents. Look at whatever you need to. Whoever funded it in the Wuhan lab, that is who we can blame for this. That is who we can blame for this. And who would have thought that one action like that would bring us to where we are now? Yeah. If you would have told me back in 2019 or even like before the first case, if you would have told me how we are now as a country and even like as a society, I wouldn't have believed you. It's so vastly different than how things were a couple of years ago. I don't even remember what it was like. I mean, I remember. Honestly, it really is. Mm-hmm. Things were like good. I think people were like happy. Everything was like kind of normal. Twenty nineteen, or am I? Is that like a fever dream? Like, I mean, twenty nineteen was a two K sixteen man. Twenty nineteen was lovely. Um, it's for me. It's just not being able to relate to your fellow man anymore. You know, we're social creatures, but. When you put us in a situation like this to where socializing is, I mean, for a year, it basically like wasn't allowed mm-hmm. you know, there in the initial heat of it, which was understandable. But then once you start setting us out and you put restrictions on the way we're able to Kate, I believe that's where a lot of issues arose. That's just kind of how I feel it, you know, how I feel it being done, you know, Plenty of people went from being anti-vax to just getting it anyways, you know. It, it, people had to get it to go back to work. It's whatever. Um, but the issue is, do you just bend over for this and let them continue to mandate other things? You know, because once you, once you give them an inch, they take a mile. It's just how it, was, how it works. You know, you, you give up a simple freedom and they will continue to reach for as much as they can. And it's a scary, it's a very scary thought, but I wish we could focus on real problems like the slave children working for chocolate corporations. Nestle. Fix that. That is where we should be focusing. How about the ones making all our iPhones? The sweatshops. Nike, talking to you. Oh yeah, those Those two. That's what I'm saying, man. Everyone just turned a blind eye to... So when when you present just this massive information in front of people and give them platforms to where they feel like they can have bait and are being informed by like the same, like, was it like three or four, five families that own like every corporation, basically mm-hmm. like when you have such a small group of people push a narrative to the nation and you give them platforms to where they can pretend like something is actually being done and information is being conveyed in their station. That is how you trick people into being submissive. So, 
take a breather, hug your fellow man, woman, you know, whatever. We're people. We're supposed to be humans. Yeah, it's crazy. I just think about how, like, all these companies, they, they're taking advantage of this child slave labor, and yet they have the audacity to come out and uh, preach to us about their virtue. Give me a break. You want to say Hello. She's blocking euphoria. I already finished it. You already finished that hour. Was... What my girlfriend was doing, too. I just talked to her like an hour and a half ago. It was a great episode. Okay. Oh my the God. prosthetic appendages and euphoria is my prosthetic appendages. Like, what do you what, what do you mean by that? Like penises. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about that, but I didn't know what what road you were yeah, taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can show, yeah. you can show like real. Uh, no. Show. Now you know this is this is going on the pod, by the way. Yeah, we're recording. Sorry about it. Now you're fine. Oh my goodness! Yeah, watch the good. watch the new season of Euphoria. Watch the new season of the book Boba Fett. Do something. Oh yeah, Take so a, uh... yeah. Take a breather. Life is complicated. It's yeah. overwhelming. That's that's another issue. Is people are being way too overwhelmed. Throw all of your money into Facebook, and then go watch the Boba Fett series. <laughs> yeah. Like and a bentha. Yeah. Do you know who I am? I am Boba Fett. <laughs> no, no way. Right. Do you want to talk about that real quick? I guess we can. Yeah. Just transition smoothly into it. I yeah, honestly I think it's been a pretty pretty good. I like what Disney Plus is pushing out to us. Yeah, I agree. I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's good. I'm just like, honestly, to me, it matches the level that Mandalorian hit, without Baby Yoda, which like you know. Without Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Was a big yeah, I like. Spoiler alert. Grogu, you mean? Grogu. Grogu. The youngling. The young. The child. Actually. Found that. That's that's what I was trying to say. No, I, uh, it's, it's a fun show. It was, okay. I want to go against what everyone else said here again. The four, <laughs> first four episodes, pretty good. Kind of slow, but I get uh, it. Oh, Yep, take your time. You know, your world building, I get it. But then it went from, like, all about being Boba Fett to, like, okay, here's a whole episode about the man. Literally, literally. <laughs> the man, yeah, this isn't the Mandalorian. It's what a like, backstory, Mando. I like Logan. it. Introduced like, the dark the dark saber as well too. That was a fun episode to watch. Yeah, like that was cool. Don't get me wrong, but then you go into the fan service. You know, it's just fan service. I don't want that. I came here for Boba Fett. Give me hey, Boba Fett. They're doing what they they're doing pretty much exactly what they did back in the uh, original trilogy, where he's a side character in the back, just standing there, and he gets maybe a few lines. It's just the same as that. The last they're two episodes him yet again. Yeah, I, stop I hate the that. shun. <laughs> I, I hate the one thing. Yeah, just the only thing I didn't like is from it went from being all about Boba Fett and it was getting cool. You know, we building the posse, everything was awesome. You got a rancor, fantastic. And then it went from okay, now here's an episode about this isn't the Mandalorian. The very very end is when they brought in about Luke Skywalker and Grogu. 
this isn't a show about Luke Skywalker and Grogu. And then they have the audacity to present to me Cad Bane being introduced in the last, like, three minutes. Why didn't we have, like, a full episode talking about that? Should I have a full episode like getting that introduced? The build I mean, is so funny, dude. The whole f- the Why first four episodes, I was so excited. I was like, "Come on, get to the get to this war with the Pikes." I thought there would be like multiple skirmishes, the but they're leaving it all down in one episode. Say. Yeah, they're just they're getting muscle, but now I guess the muscle means, hey, here's two episodes of Mando in which we should have showed you in season two, but we're just gonna give it to you in Boba instead. No, they should have put that in season three. Season three is still coming out. Yeah. I cannot wait to see, but watching Boba, it's so funny. I literally came home from work on Wednesday, and my roommate was watching it with me. I don't really know a whole lot about the trilogy, not even the trilogy, just Star Wars in general. All I've really watched is Mando and then Boba. My roommate knew who Bane was before I even knew, because I guess he watched it in The Clone Wars. However, I just I feel like I'm completely in the dark with some of this stuff, and he's just like my one person to go to whenever it comes to like stuff that's in... You know what you're watching that i just would not understand wait 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 wait. there's a second season of the mandalorian out you didn't know that what oh no, you... my lord okay wait 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 wait, wait. okay okay time. i i may be forgetting okay the end of season one right that was that wasn't where he got the dark saber was that the end of season that was two? the end of season two okay okay the end I, of season two is <laughs> when luke took grogu Okay, okay, then season yeah. two came out way, like, it feels like years and years ago for some reason. Okay, that's It what is I'm pretty old now. Yeah, to me, to me, it literally, like, when I think Mandalorian, I forget that there's two seasons. I think that this is yeah. just, like, one continuous one. That's how I feel. That's, yeah, I was, I was confused there just for some reason. Because it's just been a, it's been a long time, it feels like. Yeah. Time has been moving very slowly here in the COVID era of humanity. Indeed. It really does. Still the days kind of fade by. The days don't even mean anything anymore. Hmm. Every Wednesday is just Boba Day to me now. Yep. My girlfriend texted me, I'm really sorry. Should I tell <laughs> um, oh, boy. You haven't stopped talking about penises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they said thanks for bringing penises. <laughs> <laughs> We went from talking about mandatory vaccines to prosthetic penises. That was, that's, a, that's quite a change of pace. That's a I'm great, okay with it, though. I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I was perfectly fine with it. But <laughs> I'm excited. Cad Bane's here. I think they should have took that last up. As I said, they should have took the whole Mando stuff and just put it in season three and released it before they gave us, like, well, actually, no, never mind, because then that make it a bit iffy. But I feel like they should have handled the Mandalorian stuff a bit better. It should have it should have been more casual and just here's a whole episode. That's about his plot straight up. He literally told one of his I don't even know what to call the people. The the, the lady that like crafts his armor, the craftsman. The armorer is all I know her as. That's the, the only name she's given. He literally told her that he had taken off his helmet. Damn, you should like, just lie. That's deep Mandal plot, but it's in Boba. So yeah. if you don't watch Boba, but you watch Mando, he's, I mean, is he exiled now? Can he never go back down there and talk to other Mandalorians? Yeah, not until he, well, yeah, as you said, we... Or does we he have to prove himself? Like, he's I don't understand. The lines of Mando, but he can't because they're all destroyed, so he can't go back. Which is a crazy thing that they just kind of just gave us to in like 10 minutes. 
it was such a big plot point that was completely overshadowed by the entire mood that we were in the episode before but the mando stuff was nice got to see him you know with the tuscan raiders fantastic really cool there but i'm just disappointed disappointed uh, well until until next podcast when we got another episode and we come back right. the finale that peacemaker you gotta watch your peace new peacemaker episodes that show's good I've heard that story, but I haven't started watching it, bro. What is it on? Uh, HBO Max. Oh, shit. HBO Max at this point. I should just go ahead and get it. There's so many good shows on it. Really good, actually. It's, I'm, I love HBO Max. I watch it more than I watch Netflix. Right. Hang on. I'm pretty sure they just released new Rick and Morty episodes as well on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. It used to be a Hulu, I'm pretty sure, but now I'm pretty sure, like, the newest, newest season is on HBO Max. HBO Max is good. It, it's really good. If you were to pick two streaming services to have, HBO Max... It would be one of them. And probably... Amazon's getting better, but it's not there yet. But HBO Max and Netflix are a must-have. But Amazon Prime is getting better. It's getting better. You watch Billions. I've been watching that. It's really good. I wanted to, I wanted to watch Billions, and then I literally turned on the first episode, the <laughs> first season. The guy was like gagged and bound, and then the woman peed yeah. on him. And, well, maybe this, maybe this isn't the show for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta look past that. It's it's awkward. I was in the gym and I was trying to watch an episode, and then he was like about to go into like a dominatrix club, and I was like, yeah. no, but I was like, I can't watch this in the gym. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I gotta go. Steven, moments. go ahead, sign us out. All right, everyone, thank you for watching the 11th episode of the Morning Orange Juice recorded at night. We will see you next week after we upload this. Peace! Later, peace.